0: one there it is ladies and gentlemen last minute reschedule but that's okay we got something ready rock and roll it's gonna be another fun one for y'all today tune in to learn about process processes that you should be automating in your agency here we go
1: the insurance show is a podcast for agents who want to grow their agency and be titans of the insurance industry learn from a panel of experts who share their agency struggles their experiences with the nation's best carriers and share the marketing secrets that successful insurance agents are using today now here's your host the insurance pro james see (laughs)
0: All right, all of you insurance pros out there, let's dive into another fun episode. But before we do, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're catching us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review. Help other like-minded business owners insurance agents, find value from our awesome guests and these cool articles that we read up as we rise up in those podcast rankings. I will sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, would love to have you on and learn from you as well. Go to www.insurancebroshow.com guest to schedule your time slot. And don't forget to follow me on all social media at Insurance Bro Show. And by the way, if you are going to sign up, um, hopefully, you don't have like a firewall or something that's going to stop you from uh from getting on the show unfortunately that's the that's the technical snafu that we had today uh our guest oh man and and ladies and gentlemen let me just let me just tell you about our the guest that we had planned uh we were going to hear from a gentleman by the name mike mcdonough and his nickname his uh his his name is the Workers Comp Renegade, and uh, what he has done is he's learned about how the Workers Comp system is actually rigged against you business owners. So uh, check him out. Even though he didn't come on uh, come on the show today, look him up, Mike McDonough, the uh, Workers Comp Renegade. I'm sure there's a ton that you can learn just from doing a little bit of research and and getting in touch with him. He's based out of Los Angeles, so check him out for sure. uh, And hopefully we'll be able to get him on the show at a later date when, uh, you know, gets the the firewall thing fixed. But for today, for today, we're going to have a lot of fun anyway. Uh, We are going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, which is automations.
1: Boom, 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 boom.
0: Boom, 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 What? Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> we need,
1: uh, I really need to look into getting that roadcaster. Nice little sound clips. Dun, 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 dun. Like little cool stuff like that. We oh, really, yeah, really we just... need to get that in.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like that. Who, who had that? Joe Pardo had that? Joe
1: Pardo has that, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. We, we, we can do some uh, nifty sound effects that way. But uh, anyway, so automations. Let me tell you a little bit of something that I've learned about automations. Um, We had a really cool conversation just yesterday with uh, Heath Sheeran. He was talking about automations and the way that they were being used in the agency that he was working for. Uh, It's something that, you know, we've started implementing in our own agency and I'm really looking forward. Oh, thank you for dropping that right there. Systems. What are automations? Automations are part of a system and what a system does is it saves you, save yourself, time energy and money that's what automations that's what these things really do for us as business owners as insurance agents as agency owners, you know, if you are someone who just wants to stay in the business and work in the business, you don't want to work on your business. You just want to be the insurance agent, you want to be the the working insurance agent, you want to be that face and the worker and do everything. You don't want to get any help then. Okay, maybe you don't need these automations so much. You can probably find ways to do these things, but if you want to save yourself time, energy and money, automations, CRMs, uh, AMS is right. Agency management systems, all of these different tools are in place to help you uh, to get those automations going and, and to just take a lot of the load off of your shoulders just make things easier for yourself so today's article is coming from agency block that's block with a c just just a c. there's no k at the end there's no silent silent k uh so agency block uh and they are talking about six processes your insurance agency should be automating do you have something to say no, no,
1: no! I'm following along. This is this is like your roller coaster ride right here. Like this is your rodeo. <laughs> this is what you love to talk about. So this is one of those episodes where I get to chill and be like, "Yeah, let me give you my little you bit of smile
0: and wave, boys. Smile and wave." Exactly. Yeah. So you know, I was you know when when that time was counting down and we weren't sure that our uh, guest was going to show up. I was like, okay, well, what do I need to look for? What do I need? You know, what am I going to, what am I going to do some research on today? And you know what? I was like automations. I love automations. Let's see what, what is out there on the interwebs about automation. So this is one that came up. It looked pretty good. And uh, let's just dive right in. So six tasks, six common tasks that you should be automating in your agency number one on this list is your happy birthday messages easy right you get it should be it should be you get to automatically you get to talk to your customers at the time of renewal right like every six months every year whatever it might be uh you have that opportunity to reach out to them and and have that touch point but the other easy one is their birthday. Now, here is my caveat. And here's the lesson that I learned in our agency. And it's really, really simple garbage in garbage out. Okay, that's how it works. So what's really important about the data that you're collecting on your agents on on your customers, the data that you're putting into your CRM, the data that you're putting into your management system is that it needs to be accurate. If you don't have accurate data, All right, and this is coming from firsthand experience. A lot of our agents, uh, when we were first starting out... Yeah, I'm telling the story. A lot of our agents, when we were first starting out, the date of birth is a required field. But for whatever reason, they weren't asking that simple question, what's your date of birth? Or we have... and Anybody who's an insurance agent knows this. We have customers that are like, why do you need to know my date of birth? So getting the date of birth and actually putting it into the system for whatever reason, was a a challenge early on. So we had literally hundreds of customer profiles with the date of birth of 0101-1960.
1: Oh, hell no!
0: Exactly. And so what ends up happening is we start a happy birthday campaign. This happened a couple of years ago. We started a happy birthday campaign. And within the first two months, we had we actually lost at least two customers that I know of because we didn't get their birthday right. We (laughs) We sent them a birthday card on the wrong day. (laughs) And I remember the email. The email came back. They replied to the email, and they're like, man, this is the worst company that I've ever worked with. This is garbage. I can't believe you guys actually don't even have my birthday right. You guys suck. And that was... So garbage in garbage out ladies and gentlemen the the information that you're gathering about your customers for for one it's a lot of times it makes a difference on the rate but for two it's going to be super helpful with your marketing uh campaigns with the things that you want to do to communicate with them later on so be sure that you have the correct simple things like their date of birth their address this is another one that we're working on right now because people like to put. One, two, three, main street. One, two, three, main street. How many times (laughs) did we see that? Ugh. Garbage in, garbage out. So here's another little lesson for y'all as we're talking about automations. Automations are great, but they're going to function best if you have the right information to begin with. So um, obviously happy birthday. Make sure that you send that out. Speaking of which, uh, happy birthday to uh, my good friend, uh, uh, Jen Calabrese, and also to your father-in-law, Mr. Richard Aguirre. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's his birthday today too. And uh, I know it's Elise's birthday too, right? Yep. Elise Soto. Elise Soto. So uh, huge happy birthdays to them folks. All right. Number two, new individual prospect another one, super easy. As soon as you have somebody who's interested in working with you, you got to capitalize on it. You got to jump into it. You have to be quick about it. So, uh, here's another little story for you. Uh, there were, oh, look at, she's listening. That's hilarious. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jen. Um, <laughs> um, So, let's see. Um, Individual prospects. So, as soon as somebody is interested in working with your insurance agency, it's imperative. I mean, within the first five minutes, uh, I remember when I was first starting out, I was buying leads. I was buying leads from, uh, I think it was EverQuote. I can't quite remember exactly which company it was, uh, but I was buying leads and I knew in the back of my mind that those leads were being sold, not just to me, but to four or five, 10 other agents, especially if you're doing like, uh, personal lines leads, an auto insurance lead or something like that. Those leads are being sold to multiple agents at a time. And typically the first agent to call that customer is the the one that's going to get the business. It works in real estate too, right? Furiously fast lead follow-up. Furiously fast lead follow-up. Where'd you learn that from? That's from real estate coaching. Yep. Tim and Julie Harris, I think. Got it. Got it. Okay. I thought it was uh, uh, the the book... um, Fanatical, prospecting. fanatical prospecting. Yeah, same deb-
1: thing. I mean, yeah, they don't they don't actually say it in fanatical prospecting. At least I don't think it was. Uh, but they're the same type of M.O. It's like, look, you get a lead. I mean, for us in real estate, you got to think of it as uh, as as when they're giving us a call, they're giving us a call when they drive by the house and they see the sign. Right. So they're literally standing in front of the house that they're interested in looking in and they give us a phone call. Like If you don't answer the phone or follow up or like within seconds, they're gone. They already forgot the house that they were looking at. They, they're not even thinking about it anymore. So you got to make sure that you, you answer the phone or you follow up right away with the text message, whatever it is that you need, really, really quick. Otherwise, that lead's gone. So that's, that's part of the prospecting.
0: Back to your story. Absolutely. So- You know, I really didn't have anything set up back then. I was a brand new baby agent, didn't know what the heck I was doing with with anything at all. Uh, But what I've learned now is that there are ways to set this up so that as soon as that email comes in, as soon as that lead comes in, whether it's from your website, from uh, your Instagram or other social media uh, advertising whatever it is that you're doing uh, you can set up a CRM you can set up an automated tool that as soon as that lead comes in, either there's a text message that goes out, an email that goes out or a phone call. I mean it's just an instant you know connection that starts to get made that starts to get made whether it's to you or to someone in your office. that person needs to be contacted as quickly as possible if you wait. Even as little as five or 10 minutes, some other agent is going to get that call and you're not going to get that business. So find a way to automate that initial connection, even if it's just a text message. If it's just a text message, that's probably going to be, you know, if, if you're in the middle of something and maybe you can't make an automation to dial direct to whatever voiceover IP system, whatever VoIP system that you have. Uh, so you set it up so that it's just a quick direct text message. People answer their text messages pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So texting is, is an easy way to get in touch with them and start asking those questions, start getting things going. And maybe, you know, um, you know, maybe, maybe it'll hold off. Maybe it'll, it'll give you just that little bit of extra time for you to, to get off the phone with whatever it is that you've got going on. Uh, same thing here on the lead form submission, new individual prospect lead form submission. Um, so I'll, I'll give you kind of two different ways of looking at this. The new individual prospect is somebody who, uh, I think you have been talking to somebody that, that you've, uh, had conversations with, and you can set up a drip campaign. You can set up things to uh, keep uh keep communications with them but a lead form this is this is probably more accurate to what I actually to what I was actually saying is this lead form is whether it's coming from your website or your social media marketing whatever the case might be it needs to happen super super quickly this is where so many times it drops off and you know what this is where I'm going to take it even a step further and say not only is it this is the lead generation part but what comes after lead generation what's step 2 Lead follow up, lead follow up. This is where we need to make sure that we have processes in place to continue to follow up its email campaigns, it's drip campaigns, it's texting, it's, uh, you know, whatever, you know what it's targeted advertising that social media allows all of these different ways that we can continue to get in front of our customers and tell them what it is that we're doing. These are the things that, uh, that automations will allow us to do this lead form when you get the lead form, man. We got to jump on those super quick. Furiously fast follow-up is uh, is what you just said, and that's exactly what it needs to be. Let
1: me, uh, let me expand on that because the lead Go form for actually has some information. So when you're using things like social media campaigns or you're using paid ads or you're using some sort of connection where you have some landing page where you get somebody who fills out some form, this is somebody taking a step further than you just having a conversation. This is somebody who says – I want more information. They've given you the permission to contact them, so you need to jump on that as, as quick as possible. Now, what we talked about earlier when we are talking about the happy birthdays and inputting information, at this point, this is where you're one of the steps that you need to be able to do is to pull the information that you need other than their name, phone number, and email address. Chances are when you have a lead submission form, uh, you may have a couple qualifying questions here and there, but really, really what you're after is that contact information so that you can pick up the phone and call them, right? so that you can get into that conversation conversation point with them. If you get a submission if you get a, a submitted lead form and you let it go or you don't enter that information into your, C, into your CRM or some of that gets automated but nobody else is there to follow up. These are the kinks in your system, these are the kinks in your automation that you need to work through so that every process has a, a very next step. As soon as the lead comes in, what happens? Who's in charge of autom- of putting it into your CRM? Who's in charge of picking up the phone and following up? Who's in charge of verifying the the contact that, information? Yeah. Who's in charge of, of of shopping out the business? Like there, every single piece of this uh, of this uh, customers uh, sales process needs to be documented, needs to be automated all the way through. So. The difference between an individual prospect is that's just someone that you're talking to. That's somebody that you can put in a drip campaign. That's somebody that you're having communications with. They haven't quite told you yes or no, they're ready to do business with you. But a lead submission form, that is somebody inquiring about your product or service. This is a hot type of scenario where it, where you need to get on this as quick as possible. And if you're building a system in place, if you're the one doing everything, then this is where you pick up the phone and you talk to somebody, right? But we're talking about automation here. So what is the next process in, in this step right, that, that happens? What is the next step that happens in your system? Because remember, the whole point to developing a system to save yourself time, energy, and money is that you develop a business, not a self-employed job. And if you're developing a business, when a lead form comes in, you need to know what's going out through this process so that that process gets built in while you're on the beach, while you're in Vegas, while you're at your kid's ball games, whatever the situation that that you're in, those are the automations that need to be put in place so that your business is functional without you actually being there.
0: Hell yeah. Two things to add to that too. Uh, Number one is SOPs. We've talked about SOPs a hundred times and SOPs are your standard operating procedures. And it's exactly what you're talking about. It's knowing who is responsible for which part of the process. It's one thing to kind of have a general understanding in your office, or if you're only working with one or two other people to have that general understanding. And that's great, but that's not the way to scale. The way to scale, if you really want to grow, is to make sure that you have these processes written down and assign these tasks not to specific people, but to specific roles so that any person that is fulfilling that role can can take that job, can take that task and get it completed. The other thing that I wanted to say is when we're talking about furiously fast follow-up and we're talking about this lead form submitted and and when somebody finally actually reaches out to that customer is measuring, understanding and knowing when that lead came in, how long was it before somebody actually called the customer? How long was it uh, before the first contact was made? And being able to track that and then tracking your success Uh, of that customer life cycle based on that information is going to help you to know, you know, if you, if it was five minutes and you didn't close the deal, then you got to be there in four minutes next time. If it's four minutes and you still didn't get there in time, then you got to do three minutes of the the time after that. If you can measure it, you can improve it.
1: Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're
0: always right. (laughs) I love that log all righty number four policy application process so you've got your lead form that's been submitted and now you've got your account manager working on this right well the account manager the agent they're talking back and forth they're having all this communication and uh you know to make sure that that business is getting submitted properly but what about the customer a lot of times the customer is left out of the loop the customer doesn't know what's going on. You got the agent, they're talking to the account manager, they're having that communication. And then the customer is back here like, uh, so what's going on? What's going on? What's happening? And they don't necessarily know that anything's happening until there's some missing information. There's some piece of the puzzle that needs to be filled. And the agent goes back to the customer and says, hey, uh, you know, I need this extra information. And they're like, okay, here's my date of birth right? <laughs> Going back to that. Here's my actual date of birth. Okay, cool. And then the agent goes back, you know, sends that to the account manager, sends it to the carrier, whatever the case might be. And again, now the 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 customer's just playing the waiting game. And as we know, in today's society, customers are very, uh, I don't know what the word is, uh, akin to instant gratification. When you want something, you want to buy something, you go to Amazon, you click that two-day shipping because you're a Amazon Prime member probably, right? And bada bing bada boom in two days you got that thing that you want. Right. I want and it
1: now you
0: want it now. Everything we want. We want it now. We don't want to wait for it. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Sorry, I did the Hamilton thing again. (laughs) Wait Um, for it. (laughs) I love Hamilton too much. Uh, But anyway, so during the policy application process, if it's something that's going to take a while, and we know that in commercial lines, it typically does take a while. So these are times when we want to be in communications with our customer. Uh, If you're using a CRM like what we have, we're using a CRM called PipeDrive. And each time that it moves from one stage to the next, there is, an email that's automatically generated and sent to uh the responsible parties to everybody's involved and it says hey your your uh deal has moved from stage two to stage three and this is what's happening in this stage and then when it moves from stage three to stage four there's another email that gets sent out again over and over and over and over again so that everybody who's involved everybody who needs to to, who needs to know who's on a need to know basis and they need to know uh, they stay in the loop and those are the things that separate good agencies from great ones okay this is what this article said i'm almost reading it um good uh, good agencies from great ones that's one of the things that we've done that has changed our our entire agency from from it helped us gonna it's gonna go from good to great cuz we're doing all of these things we're putting those processes in place so that our customers know exactly what's going on with their with their deal and they don't have to be sitting there wondering what's up Look, knowing
1: what's going on is not just an insurance thing. I mean, if you order a Domino's pizza, there's an app showing you where it's going. It's yeah. tracking the entire progress. You order something from Amazon, it's telling you exactly where it's at, when it's been delivered. I mean, it doesn't matter what the process, you order something from Starbucks, they're going to tell you where the process went. Uber, they're going to tell you where the car is and when it's getting close to you. Everybody wants to know what's going on. So if you're excluding somebody from doing, from knowing any bit of the information, you're giving the customer a poor experience compared to that agency that's telling them exactly what's going on all the way through
0: 100 you is right My all five. right last one here policy oh, renewal oh we got two more you're right you're right you're right we got six i learned how to count in kindergarten uh policy renewal okay. <laughs> um this is another one and and i'm super excited you know this is Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not perfect. I'm not, you know, the absolute best out there. I'm doing pretty darn good for myself. But, um, you know, this is something that we have been really implementing a lot this year is all of these automations. Uh, and that's why I love them is because this year, from July to October, we went from a 51% policy renewal retention rate to 98%. It's because of these automations. It's because of these things that we've implemented. It's all of these systems, saving myself time, energy, and money, right? Saving yourself time, energy, and money. It's because of these systems that we're putting into place and these SOPs that have been written up and all of the team members knowing what their roles are. And when we write these automations, it creates the instructions for them to know exactly what the next step is we take our business from 51% policy renewal retention rate to 98%. And what's that going to do to your bottom line? Damn! It's exactly. exactly. What <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to do to your bottom line. All of a sudden, next thing you know, you're basically doubling your income because you're keeping more and more and more of the business that you're already writing. If you don't know this, let me inform you, the gold in the insurance space, in the PNC insurance space, is in renewals. If you're not keeping the business on the books, you're losing all of that income, you're not going to be able to grow because you're constantly looking for new customers. Do yourself a favor, create a little process, create an automation, create a system that automatically does a lot of the policy renewal stuff for you, and keep more on the books so that you're not spending more of your time looking for new business. You're just keeping what you have On the books. All right. This is a perfect opportunity
1: here. So, look, I know because I am not a systems person. If you're like me, you're more of an entrepreneur. You have this overview of what you want to do for your business, and you have no idea what you should be doing when it comes to creating these automations. So, here is what I want you to do if you're interested in getting these automations, if you want to be able to you know plug in this stuff without having to go and like take all this time to figure it out because we already did it for you, right? It's already done. So why reinvent the wheel when you can simply use the wheel that we have created? for you. So check this out. We would like you guys to join pipeline. Uh, and and uh, and in order to do that, go to insurance insurancebroshow.com slash join pipeline. Uh, and there's an application there. And then we'll sit down and talk to you, see if it's even a good fit. You have a business. You just need to learn how to scale that particular business, right? You are already doing good. You know how to lead generate. You know how to follow up. Maybe your retention needs a little help because you need some systems in place to keep that business. But imagine what your business would be like if If you could take your renewal rate from 51% to 98%, this is how you can do it. Don't go out and reinvent the wheel. You don't have time to do all that. You're already focusing your attention on Uh, building your lead generation. You're already focusing your your attention on trying to work the business that you already have. Let a team like ours go back and help you on all that back-end support. We do all that back-end stuff for you. We have systems in place to help you with your renewal process, your automation process, all that stuff. We'll even give you our SOPs for free. So If you're interested in finding out a little bit more, join Pipeline Team San Diego. Go to www.insurancebroshow.com slash Pipeline. Fill out that little quick application and
0: we'll get back to you. Boom. I love it. All right. So uh, now that I learned how to count back from kindergarten, the very last thing, and this is great because, you know, one of the things that we talk about uh, when it comes to podcasting, podcasting is what? One of the greatest prospecting tools that you ever, ever come right? across. Absolutely. So it's it's great for that. But one of the other things that it does is it gives me an opportunity to learn from experts. So mm-hmm. You know, I was really looking forward to uh, interviewing Mike McDonough today. I hope that we get a chance to have him on because there's like just a little bit of reading that I was doing about him. Uh, Super impressive guy. Uh, Again, if you are interested, do a quick Google search on the guy Uh, there. He's he's awesome. Looking forward to to learning from him. Uh, when we had Chris Green on the show, uh, learning all that stuff about flood insurance and the way that he markets that and just that niche. Uh, Heath Sheeran the other day, you know, learned a ton from him. Uh, you know, in the, in the way that they were doing their their agency and all these things. Well, today I'm learning that I need to be doing this right here in our agency too. If you are an agency owner and you've got all of your agents, you need to be tracking when their licenses expire. Now, this is something that I do have. You know, it's it's part of my monthly checklist. You know, I go through and I look at everybody's uh, licenses and I see who's coming up for expirations and I, you know, double check it to make sure that they're uh, that they're that they're staying on top of their stuff. Um, but it's something that I could automate. It's actually something that I could automate. So I'm like. Duh! Why don't I do that? Especially
1: sending reminders. So that's the other thing about when you join Pipeline Team San Diego, you get access to the Mike Russ uh, Financial Training Center CE program, and it's and we pay for it. So it's it's already it's free. It's included in what we do as part of our package. So. The fact that any of our agents even get close to their license expiring is nobody's fault but our own because we don't have that automation set in place. But you can set it up so you send those reminders, Ham. So it'll be like six months out, three months out, one month out, and then all of a sudden there's no excuse, right? Because here's the thing. You lose your license or you let your license lapse, you also – uh, relinquish your commission check because we can't pay you a commission if you're not a licensed insurance agent. Right. Check with your department of insurance. That's what they're going to tell you. So do not let your license lapse.
0: Absolutely. So that's it. I mean, as agency owners, this is these are little things that we can do to make our lives that much easier. And of course, once again, garbage in, garbage out. If you are not keeping track of this data, if you are creating false data just to have a thing in there, whatever. You're you're not going to have good results when you try to create automations. You're not going to have good results when you try to uh, create campaigns around this stuff. Garbage in, garbage out. If you don't put the right birthday, you're going to get an email from somebody who's like, you guys suck because you guys can't even get my birthday right. So, you know, make sure that you are uh, keeping good information in your systems, use that information to create automatic tasks that are going to make your life easier as an agency owner. That is it for us today. Uh, as always really appreciate every single one of you for tuning in, um, anything else. Oh yeah. Got to remind everybody to please subscribe, rate, and review the show. Would love to have you guys, uh, to help us rise up in those podcast rankings uh, don't forget to follow me on all my social media and insurance bro show and if you want to be a guest go to www.insurancebroshow.com guest that officially does it for us today as always you rock my socks you have my heart and you have a nice day
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Insurance Bro Show. James is the CEO of the Pipeline team of San Diego and is always in the market for top talent. If you're an agent looking for a place to hang your license, visit www.pipelineinsurance.com backslash agent opportunities or send an email to newagent at pipelineinsurance.com. Look for James on all social media at Insurance Bro Show.